godly ocean of appetite. For the godly ocean of appetite. For the godly ocean of appetite. For the godly ocean of appetite. What's happening, listeners? Commuters, walkers, drivers, everybody in between. Welcome to Commuters Communion. Thank you for joining me today. Commuters Communion is your devotional appetizers for the godly on the go. My goal is to help you to stay spiritually fed through your communion with Christ, even if you got to stop by the drive-thru. My name is Terrence Moore at Rhythm and Redemption on Instagram. And today, what's on the menu? Blitzes and Breakthrough. You know, I have a range of listeners that tune in to Commuters Communion. Believers, people who are seeking, trying to figure out what this is all about, and non-believers, all the same. And the interesting thing about that is that pretty much wherever you are along that scale, you probably believe that you have enemies. So whether you believe that that's people, whether you believe that that's yourself, whether you believe it's energy out there or something like that, or whether you believe it's Satan, you probably believe you have enemies. And as a Christian, I believe that we have an enemy, Satan, who prowls around like a lion, seeking who he may devour You know, and one of the things about having an enemy that also reminds me that I definitely have one in the sense that I need to stay vigilant against this is that it seems like every time I get focused or tightened up on something, it seems like the resistance to it increases. That resistance can come in the fact of my pride, my laziness. It can come in the fact of people. It can come in the fact of circumstantial obstacles. It can come in the form of, of all these different things. But it seems like every time I get tunnel vision, resistance increases and maybe i shouldn't say every time but you know you know what i mean you feel me and like bringing that to today's theme it seems like almost you know anytime my offense is clicking that the end zone is in my sight that my players and my the different parts are focused it seems like the enemy dials up these blitzes to try to stop me so for my non-football uh, fans, you know, blisses are when a defense dials up extra people on defense to go after the quarterback. And so it makes it more difficult to run the ball and you have less time as the quarterback to throw the ball because you have more people coming after you. And so that's what I'm talking about here, right? Like just feeling that every time or a lot of times that you feel like you're getting there. And I hate that. But apart from how I feel about it, what am I to do with it? So to go into that part, let's look into Psalm 31. But before I do, let me hit you with the main point. As we talk about blitzes and breakthroughs, the main point for today is this. Satan's schemes can't outlast our Savior's storehouse. So let's hit the text for that. Psalm 31 verses 13 through 16 and then skipping down to verse 19. It reads... For I hear the whispering of many terror on every side as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Skipping down to verse 19. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you. And worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. Amen. So, 
Yo, I ain't gonna front. This joint kind of feel like a rally cry. It feels like a QB talking to his offense in the huddle before he makes a game-winning drive. Like, it gets me hype. It's encouraging. Like, it recognizes what's there. And it's like, all right, this is what we got to say to this. This is what I see in y'all. This is what I see in what we've built. Now, let's get it. Right? And so, if it's a rally cry to really pump up the offense or really give them reason to believe that they got this, let me point out some reasons why. Let me point out why going back to our main point that Satan's schemes can't outlast our savior's storehouse the first point to that is that seeing the blitz is a blessing I know that might be confusing for a minute but I'm talking specifically about being able to see it right and so Satan has no scheme that can take you out of God's sight that's what I'm trying to say here. Satan can sneak and scheme and be manipulative and all these things, but he will not blindside your savior. Our God sees it all and he ain't thrown off by what he sees, even if we are. Verse 15 says, my times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. And that's really assuring to me. I've always had like a kind of infatuation with the concept of time. But just saying like my times are in your hand, that means that the Lord sees the whole progression from what happened when the play was dialed up to what happened in the huddle to how I walked to the line from saying hut to the execution. There was no part of my life, my waking up, my starting my day, what happened when I got to work, what happened when I got to class. None of that that was out of God's sight. My whole entire time, my whole timeline, and I ain't talking about Instagram, it's in God's hand, you know, and so, and that's assuring. Um, Speaking of being thrown off, I said that God ain't thrown off even if we are. Speaking of that, ain't that the whole goal of a blitz? To throw you off of rhythm, to throw you out of rhythm, to throw you out of your game plan, to make you think, oh, this ain't working. And so, if I'm the enemy, or going back to defense, if I'm on defense and I've gotten you to be like, oh, well, let me abandon what's been working well. That's that's a win for me. And so as you're seeing the blitz, let that remind you to keep doing what you're doing. Keep praying. Keep seeking God. Keep reading your word. Keep getting up with brothers and sisters who are going to help you to grow in the Lord. Don't think that just because the pressure is intensified that you need to change up your schemes. You need to change up your game plan. The Lord is still there assuring you the same things that have carried you this far and assuring you that his grace and his love will still carry you forward. And so let the blitz be a reminder as you see it and not something that throws you off. And let the blitz, even though you might not be able to see everything, let the blitz um, assure you that his schemes, Satan's schemes, cannot and they will not catch God and catch you out of God's sight. So that's the first thing. Seeing the blitz is a blessing. The second thing. Your saving grace is steadfast love. And so it's tempting in a, in a carnal mindset, thinking in your flesh to go, okay, the blitz is coming. What I need is extra blockers. And that's not true. It's tempting to think, oh, what I need is extra strength. And that's not true. What it points out in this verse is that you are saved by steadfast love, irrevocable love. Verse 16 says, make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. And what that does is that reflects the promise of Numbers chapter 6 verses 24 through 26, which reads, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. 
So that promise, believe it or not, maybe to your disappointment, that promise is not about you not taking hits, but it's about the hits not taking you. And so you might get a little dirty, but that little dirt that you might take from taking a hit, it won't smear the imparted righteousness that was given to you by God's faithfulness. You might lose a little bit of confidence as you take those hits, but your source of confidence won't and can't lose you. And that's not because of your ability. That's not because of your ability to be paid man and back there and adjust your game plan or whatever else. Sure, be um, vigilant and, and, and hold fast and call reinforcements and do what you got to do. But do not think that it was ever about your strength or ability to adjust. It was always about God's grace and his steadfast love. And that's because his steadfast love is what saves you. There's nothing more to earn that wasn't given to you. And when you realize that you have everything to gain but nothing to lose, you can truly endure and play like a winner. You can play like somebody that says to live in, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And so take hope in knowing that your saving grace is steadfast love. That's the second point. And so if the first point is seeing the bliss of the blessing. And the second point is that your saving grace is steadfast love. The third point is glorious. This is what we want to shout at. So put your running shoes on if you ain't got them on already. The third point is that blitzes usually signify breakthrough. And so here's the thing about it, y'all. As a defense, I'm not dialing up a blitz if my base defense is working. I wouldn't dial up a blitz unless I'm desperate. I wouldn't dial up a blitz unless there's something that I've been trying to do that's not working, something that I feel like I couldn't stop and I need to send extra pressure. I need to dial up the intensity. I need to try to get him, get the person rattled. But that's only happening because the Lord is making you more and more like him, making you more and more like his son. He's making you to be sanctified day by day through his grace and there's going to be circumstantial things that are going to be overcome by that there's going to be generational things that are broken because of that truth there's going to be ways in which you're dying to your old self as you're looking towards the lord as you're declaring what it says in verse 14 i trust in you oh lord you are my god as you're declaring that within your words and your heart and within your actions everything else falls into place and a breakthrough is on the way, right? Because the other thing about a, def- a blitz is that it leaves the defense exposed. If you're sending more people to, to, to apply pressure, you have more and less on the back end to help. And even more than that, what I want to point to is verse 19. Because the most important thing is what it says here. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. And so the Lord hasn't run out of abundant goodness. I know that I sometimes feel, and maybe you can relate to this, that sometimes feel like you run out of luck. Sometimes it feels like you run out of goodness. Sometimes it feels like you run out of being on the good side of the Lord. And that probably means that you were looking too much at your own actions of what probably got you on the good side, which you didn't, because that's not what grace is. This verse assures us otherwise that you haven't run out. Matter of fact, goodness is stored up in abundance so that it won't run out and that's the main point right that if Satan wants to scare you with his schemes and scare you into disbelief that God's goodness is still there and plentiful and is working for your good 
we have to know, as the main point says, that Satan's schemes can't outlast our Savior's storehouse. The goodness that's in his storehouse, the abundance that's in his storehouse, the love that's in his storehouse, the mercy that's in his storehouse. He won't outlast it, regardless of what blessings he brings. He can bring the whole house, it won't matter. Once the time hits zero, you're still going to find yourself victorious in Christ if you fight to believe and to be faithful by grace through faith. And so that's where we have for today. And so as I leave you with that and you meditate on the fact that Satan's schemes can't outlast our Savior's storehouse, of course I can't let you go without a couple of things on your to-go plate. If you're new to the Commuters Communion or you just like when I say it, our to-go plate is the couple of thoughts and items and things that I leave you with to go take to develop out with the Lord. This ain't meant to, sub, uh, to, to, to substitute for your quiet time, for your devotional time. It's meant to be an appetizer towards it. So here's some items and some thoughts for you to think on as you go into that. First item. Do I think too much about the pressure of who's coming and not enough about the protection of who's covering me? Second thing, do my thought patterns or habits reflect the belief that God has goodness stored up in abundance for me? Think on that. Is there a mismatch there? Is there a gap? What do my thoughts and habits reflect? Does it reflect that I operate out of a deprivation mindset that I'm going to eventually run out of grace and goodness and luck with God? Or does it reflect the truth of this text that he has goodness stored up in abundance for me? Those are the two items I need to go play for today. So as I leave you with those, of course, I'm going to pray. And um, yeah, that'll be it for today. So Heavenly Father, thank you, oh God, for being just our Lord, oh Lord, our head coach, <laughs> the one that caused the plays and that created us, oh God, the one who's never let us escape from your sight, oh God. You see it all and you're not intimidated. And that's a wonderful thing. You are our confidence and our hope and our goodness and our biggest advantage. And Lord, we just seek to be rooted in you. To God, help everyone who's listening, oh Father. Help them to have confidence in you. Help them to not be deterred or manipulated or outplayed by the enemy. Help them to understand that when they've thought they've gotten tunnel vision and tightened up and become focused and those obstacles come and that enemy comes oh lord help them to understand that to endure help them to understand to have hope help them to understand to seek you help them to understand that they're covered oh god and i pray that for me as well dear lord walk with your children from the sideline from the locker room to the sideline to the huddle to the line of scrimmage all the way to the end zone until the very end where we meet you oh god and we you take us as your prize and we take you as our lord oh father help us help us to endure and we ask this in the love and the spirit and just the work of um, our savior jesus christ amen yeah yeah so that's what we have for today blisters and breakthrough um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I pray that it, even more than you've enjoyed it, that you've been edified by it. And if you've been edified by it, send it to somebody else. Send it, share it via your favorite podcast app. Um, if you have any feedback, anything you want to share to me, uh, post it on Instagram, Rhythm of Redemption, or send me an email, rhythmofredemption at gmail.com. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, and of course, as always, stay fed. <laughs>